Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is where you are. Guess what? She's up. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? How y'all feeling? I hope y'all feeling good. I hope y'all are doing good. You guys already know. Listen, I'm so glad that we made it to this place. It's the third month of the year. It's March, and we're just taking charge of our lives. We're taking charge as women, as mothers, as sisters, as daughters, as business owners, entrepreneurs, visionaries, creatives. We're taking charge as teachers, as preachers, as ministers, as anything God has put on us. Amen. We thank you, God, so much for loving us, for seeing us, and for understanding us. This filthy rags, this filthy dirt you call a daughter, Lord God, and you still love us. So thank you for your mercy and thank you for your grace. I'm so excited to just get on this thing with you guys and just like stand in agreement that no matter what the doctor report says, no matter what the enemy said, no matter what they said to us when we were kids, that we are more than, not less than, that we are above, we're not beneath So thank you, God, so much for just everything you're doing in us right now. Not only recharging us, but filling us up. Not only showing us the way, but leading us, guiding us, holding our hands while we walk this crazy path of life. But we know it's not too crazy because nothing is too hard for God. And you've already overcome the world. So we just thank you right now, Jesus. I'm so excited. I'm not even in my prayer yet, guys, but I can't help how I feel right now. God is so good. He's so faithful. He's so mighty. He's so strong. Anything you need, you can just ask for in prayer and he'll give it to you. So just think about all the things that you need this week, all the things you need this month, all the things you need this year press into that because heaven is open like never before i love the number three and i just know if it's not just the father it's the son and it's the holy ghost the blood of jesus right now is with you it's all over you so your enemy can't even smell your scent he can't even see it can't even see where you're going so we just thank you god for loving us for keeping us for guiding us and showing us the way so father god in the name of jesus you are are the most high. There is no other God like you. There is no other love like you. There is no other friend or hope like you. So God, thank you for meeting us where we are, wherever it it may be in our cars, in our home, laying in our bed, trying to tune out the negativity of the world. Lord God, you're right there in the midst of it all, in the midst of it all, in the midst of it all. So Father God, we thank you just for stirring, stirring us up right now, God. We thank you for making us feel this like explosion, this light, this energy. Holy Spirit, have your way. This week, we want to thank you, God, for just holding us, for keeping us, for showing us new streams of income, ways to attain it. We want to thank you, God, for the friends that you're bringing to our life, the ones who are going to love us for real, who are gonna fast with us and hold our hand, who's gonna show up and help out. Thank you, God, for them. God, we wanna thank you for our daughters and our sons, our nieces and our nephews, the next generation who we will help raise, who we will show Christ to, who we will love fully, and we will show them things the right way. We will help them be 
lovers of God, friendly, kind. The world is in chaos right now, God. People are sick and dying. People are losing their minds. Mental health is at an all-time high. We know you see us, God. You saw us here before we even were a thought. And you knew we'd be so desperate for you. Tell us what to do. Tell us what you need us to do, what you want us to do. If we have to sell all of our things, pick up our cross and follow you, Lord, we will. If we have to change our jobs, let go of friendships, cut off relationships to randoms, we will. Lord, I am so radical that if you tell me to shave my head and change my name, I will. What a friend we have in Jesus, though. What a friend, a friend that we can trust, a friend that we can lean on. How amazing is that? Father God, I hear a sweet song you're singing to us right now, Lord. A song of peace and serenity. A song of love and hope. The hope that you have for us since the beginning. I feel you, God. And my prayer is that all these women listening feel you too. As you begin to fill them up, Lord God. Some of them are drained. Some of them are tired. Some of them are weak. So fill them up, Lord God. Please, Lord, we beg you, fill us up. Fresh anointing, new mercy. Help us, Lord. Show us how to get closer to you. This is a prayer. This is a war cry. This is a prayer. This is a war cry. This is a prayer of desperation. This is to let the enemy know that no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, I know what it is. This is an exceedingly abundantly more than I could ever ask for or imagine. So God, the things that I don't know what to ask for in this prayer, I just thank you now that we're gonna receive it anyway because we're yours. I thank you for touching every person's need, not only for them, but their bloodline. Not only for their bloodline, but for the people on their job too. I speak life over businesses today. In the name of Jesus, I speak life over peace in your mind. In the name of Jesus, that that your mind will be so peaceful that every time the enemy tries to trick you with a bad thought, your mind will say, oh no, I got the word in my heart. Let me tell you who I really am, devil. I've already won. See, you're mad because you're, you're stuck in hell forever. You're stuck on this earth that's dying forever. But guess what? I get to go home to my daddy. I get to live in heaven with my father, with my king, with my Lord. So we will wait for you, God. We will wait for you patiently, willingly. And as we wait, we will make disciples in the name of Jesus. 
We will bring these young ones up to know you, to love you, and to not love this world. Thank you for my life. Thank you for my right mind. Thank you for my sisterhood. Thank you for my circle. Thank you for my tribe. Thank you for everything that I can't even see in the natural. Because those things feel the best, God. Love, happiness, joy, peace. I could go on and on and on. But here I'll just say thank you. You are holy. You are sovereign. We reference you, O oh God, most high. I could go on and on and on. I really don't want to stop, God. I don't want to stop praising your name. I don't want to stop thanking you. It feels so good to be your daughter. It feels so good to be loved by you. And my prayer is that if anybody doesn't know that feeling, that they take the next seven days to press into you, to open up the Bible, start in John or Matthew or Proverbs or Luke. Read the, N the NLT version or the Amplified version or the Message Bible to really get an understanding of who this God is that we talk about. My prayer is that they come to you at least for five minutes a day and actually pray. Five minutes a day and actually worship. My prayer is that they sit in peace, in silence, and every negative thought they think, they give that thought right back to you. My prayer is that my sisters will be healed in 2020 because the next generation needs us. God, I ask all this in your son's name, the one who came before to show us what it's like and let us know it can be done. And with that, God, may your will be done in us. In Jesus' name, amen. I was in Chick-fil-A the other day with some of my friends because, you know, we like to eat holy and whatnot. Hey. And so I really didn't want to like buy anything. <laughs> Can I be honest? Like I didn't want to purchase anything. Not that I didn't have money to purchase. God help me. I just didn't want to. Um, and I have an interesting personality like that. So I do this thing where it's like, you know, I really trust God. Right. And I'm not even trying to make everything so holy, but I really trust God. So I really believe if I ask God for things and I really like this is like, God, this is on my heart. This is my heart. And it's coming from a good place. Lord, I would love this, this house, this car, this job. I'm going to pray for it. I'm going to ask God for it. And either he's going to give it to me or he's not going to give it to me. Right. With that, of course, I have to work towards it. You can't just like expect to, to get things. OK, like go to your job. I want to raise. Are they going to give you a raise? It's like you're going to have to work towards it. Right. Well, I was in Chick-fil-A with some friends and they were all ordering food, salads and things that are healthy, I'm sure. I was like, you know, I really want to fry and I don't want to pay for it. This is what I said in my head because I'm a little I'm a little interested. I went to the register and I said, can I speak to your manager? I saw that the man who was at the register was not the manager because, you know, in every restaurant, the manager like looks different. Their shirt's different. They're dressed a little nicer. They might be a little older than the rest of the crew. So I was like, is your manager available? And the guy immediately, because it's Chick-fil-A and they're super nice, he was like, oh, um, is something wrong? Is, anything, is everything okay? I was like, oh, yeah, everything's fine. I just want a free fry. 
And he looks at me, he's like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, everything's fine. I just want a free fry. I just want a free fry. It could be a small, large, preferably. Um, but I just want a free fry. I said, well, can you ask your manager? Because I ain't trying to be sneaky now. I ain't trying to steal from Chick-fil-A and they, and they potatoes that they cut in the back. I ain't trying to do all that. So he literally went to the manager and was like, she wants a free fry. And the manager was like, sure. And I got a free fry. And my friend was like, you always talk about anything you ask for, you receive. I mean, I'm like, yeah, like it's biblical, right? I mean, part of that is like, oh, not true. Like, of course, he could have said no. And I would have been like, oh, man, well, <laughs> next person, because I'm not paying for no fry. Not today. The good book tells us in Matthew 7, 7, NIV version, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. In the NLT version, it says, keep on asking and you will receive what you asked for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. That's amazing, right? And it's like, I just asked this young man for a fry. I wasn't like, oh, Jesus, you know, your girl hungry. You know, I just left church and I deserve, Lord. Baby, I deserve. But seriously, you feel me? Like, it's like, no, I just asked. I just asked. Have you ever been at work and you're like, you know, I really wish they would change the policy for this. I really wish this person wasn't sitting next to me. I really wish I didn't have to come in at this time if I could just work at home because I can do my job from home. When's the last time you asked somebody? When's the last time you've asked? A lot of times we ask when we're upset. When we're on hold for 30 minutes waiting for that operator to get on the line, right? Then you want to just act all devilish, God help us, all demon filled, deliver us, Lord. And since you acting crazy and the person on the other line's goal was to keep you as a policy member for whatever policy this is for. And you might catch the right one who don't care, who's about to quit anyway. But if you catch a real one, their goal is to keep you as a member. So you're like, I want to speak to your supervisor. I might cancel my policy. Oh, no. Miss Jenkins, don't cancel your policy. What can we do? Can we lower your deductible? Can we give you, you know, free internet on your phone? Like they'll, they will come up with something, sis, right? What if we had that mentality just in everyday life? Like I really don't like working at my desk. I wonder if I could stand up, have a standing desk. I'm going to ask. I really think I could work at home because I don't talk to anybody at work. Can I just work at home 50% of the time? I'm just going to ask. We make such big deals of things as if we are not the authors of our day in the essence of co-authoring, right? Because God is the author of our life. But as if we don't have any authority, any control, we are so easily open to giving our control and our power to the enemy or even just a regular person, but never give our power to God or just even acknowledge that <laughs> I see you God with all the power. What's my point? My point is, is like, we all have the ability to ask for something. There's a young lady at a gym that I used to attend. She was working in the, in the working world. And then she said, you know what? I'm just going to go be a personal trainer. And I'm, what, what does she do? How does she become a personal trainer? She asks people, do you need a personal trainer? 
And she says, now accepting clients, that's how she asks. The way she's asking is already saying, listen, I got the answer. Here's your question. Do you have openings? I'm telling you I do. That's how bosses move. So asking you shall receive. Knock and the door will be open. I love how in the NLT version, it says, keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking. Because the truth is, right, there, there are certain things that I've asked for from the Lord that I have not seen yet. But I'm not asking God for like crack. You know what I'm saying? Can I get some blow, Jesus? No. Oh, okay. Like seriously, like I'm asking for like things that I believe he would want his daughter to have. Now, when I don't know when God wants me to have these things, and that's fine. Lord, I would like a platform. Well, God's going to start cultivating a platform out of you and, and moving you in ways of wisdom and humbleness in preparation for the platform. Lord, I would like a snatch waist. Well, God's going to start saying, okay, baby girl, I'm going to show you what it feels like when you don't take care of yourself because you've been eating them tasty cakes and that ice cream for years. Well, guess what? Now you're sick. You feel what I'm saying? And for everybody, it's different. It's not necessarily like you're going to get sick if you want to lose weight. It's not necessarily like, you know, that deep, but it can be. He will show you things. He will help shape and mold you and prepare you for what you're asking for. Some of y'all are afraid of that. You're afraid of what's going to happen when you actually open your mouth and ask God for the thing that you desire, the thing that he already knows you want. Well, if I ask God for a husband, that means I got to stop being a thotty body because he ain't going to bless that. Don't get it twisted. Yes, I do know some thotty bodies who got married. They seem very happy, but that's none of my business. I'm talking about kingdom business right now. Praise God. Moving on. If I ask God for a job, he gonna, he's going to question how I'm acting in my job right now. Am I showing up on time at Burger King? Am I putting the fries in for the whole nine minutes? Or am I taking them out early? Am I sweeping the floor and actually throwing it in the trash? Or am I pushing it under the equipment? Asking God for a child. How do I mother the children around me? Am I giving back to my community? Am I pouring into the next generation? Am I taking care of myself so I am, I am preparing my body? There are things that I've asked God for that are like so far down the line, right? Of course, for me personally, I desire to be a wife. I desire to be a mother. So me knowing these things, I'm like, well, God's going to have to help me. Because clearly for the last 32 years, it's just been, you know, well, not the whole time. But y'all feel me. She ain't been married though the whole time. So it's like, God, what do you want me to do? See, see, I ask God, can I be a wife? Can I have a husband? I ask God, can I have children? And then we wait in and wait in and wait in. But now, haha, you have to ask God, what do I have to do to prepare for the husband? What do I have to do to prepare for the children? 
And for some of us, it's going to be like, oh, baby girl, you don't have to read this word, move to this city, start this blog. For some of us, he's going to say nothing because we're good in that area. We just need to be still. And when it's time for him to show himself in that area of your life, because it's almost time for you to receive that thing, he's going to let you know. This is why we always also have to kind of just stay ready so we don't have to get ready. You normally hear that saying, stay ready so you don't have to get ready, like in business. Like, have the resume ready. Have your, you know, portfolio ready. Just be ready. Know the information. You don't know when somebody's going to pick you. What if it was your turn to receive your blessing and you weren't ready? The thing you were asking for. Imagine like I always see these things on social media. Like if you want to go to Zimbabwe, if you want to go to Dubai, if you want to go to Turks and Caicos, like, you know, repost this, tag 20 people and, you know, follow us, all 100 of us, you know, and maybe you can win. I do those things sometimes because, you know, (laughs) your sis could use a vacation, tan lines. okay. (laughs) Your girl, don't judge. Hold on. Tell me, say, say, I'm not going to judge you, Angela. Say it. Your girl does not have a passport. I know, I know, I know. I'm tripping. Going through things. I don't have a passport because I always say, I do want to travel. But if I don't get to travel, at least I'm going to make it to heaven. (laughs) And it got everything, right? And that's so pathetic. I know. (laughs) But that's really like my, that's genuinely my mentality. I'm like, oh, Paris, that's cool. Heaven got that. Oh, cool, Dubai, that's cute. Heaven got camels. Like, (laughs) possibly. Like, seriously, though, seriously. So when you ask for something, you got to be ready for it. So I'm sitting here reposting stuff, hoping to win one of these trips. But what if they like, Angela, you won? If they say you want a trip to another country, how am I get there? I'm not even ready for it. With that said, let's not even talk so worldly. What if you win and you don't have a passport? Baby girl, you haven't won the trip because you don't have the passport. Ask yourself, what have you asked for, but you're not ready for, you're not prepared for? Because asking you shall receive, right? But keep on asking. Because God's trying to show you, like, uh, I want to take you out the country, but you got to get the passport. I want the world to see you. I want you to travel the world, but you got to create the ministry, the platform for yourself. You got to kind of, like, post something. You got to kind of, like, start being in ministries at your church. You got to kind of, like, do something. I'm not going to just see you sitting there in the corner and just, oh, her. No, God can't put nobody on your heart. If they don't know who you are, you feel what I'm saying? Because we not God. We don't know you, baby. So, yeah, guys, just just ask God. God, you know, every desire in my heart, of my heart, you know, everything I want to do, every place I want to go, you know who I really want to be. Because most days I might not even want to be this person I am right now. But most days I fall victim to the person I am. So how can I change? More than change, how can I grow and learn? What are you trying to show me? What are you trying to tell me? 
I started ministry school a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago or more than a month. I honestly don't know. But the interesting about being the interesting thing about being in ministry school is that it really develops you. I'm in prophecy school, so I've been called by God to be a prophet of God. I've been chosen by God to be a prophet of God. And maybe on a later date, we'll talk about that. But I'm in prophecy school and man, I remember I asked God for years when I lived in Atlanta, can I, can you, can you put me in a ministry program? God, can you show me where to go? What church to join? Cause I didn't want to like go to school for it. I already went to college and I was like, ah, I'm good. I just want to like learn about Jesus and not have to pay thousands of dollars for it. <laughs> so the Bible is free, low key, like it's in our hearts. No, but seriously, so God never put me in a position to be in the ministry program. And then every, literally every time I almost was in one, it was like, oh, we're canceling the program this semester or, oh, I'm moving or, oh, it's just a joke. Like nobody's teaching this year. I, I don't know. It's just always something happening. And the truth is God was helping me. The enemy wanted me to feel like I wasn't worthy of what I knew God put in my life, the calling, the chosenness of that. The enemy wanted me to think that God doesn't really see you in that way. And God was trying to like, you're almost there. You almost got it. But you got to get yourself right because I don't want this to hurt you. I don't want this to overwhelm you. So I started ministry school, prophecy school a couple of weeks ago, about a month ago. And man, I hope y'all praying for me. <laughs> it has really shifted me in ways that I never could imagine. I'm like, am I just getting older or is this actually growing me up? You know? And I'm very, I've been very stubborn in a lot of areas in my life when it pertains to God and what he's called me to do and who he's called me to. So I asked God, like I always asked him, can I join some type of ministry program? But the great thing about God is that when you ask him for something, he sees your heart. But he knows you better than you know yourself. So he sees your want that gives you your need. And it's always better. Thank you, God. It's always better. And so instead of putting me in ministry school, he put me in a prophecy program. And he helped me see myself in ways I've never been acknowledged before. That no other school probably could have seen or acknowledged me as. And so you have to be ready when you ask. Because you will receive more than you thought you would. God is waiting to blow your mind.
Thank you guys so much for tuning in for another episode of the She's Up Gang podcast. Make sure y'all follow us on Instagram at She's Up Gang. If you're in Philly, make sure you connect. Our last gathering was on February 22nd. It was so bomb. It was so much sisterhood. It was so much gang gang going on. Just girls after nothing but God. You know what it is. So listen, ladies, whatever you need this month, this year, this season of your life, if you're ready for the shift, if you're ready to just go higher, new levels, new devils though, listen, ask God and you shall receive. Get in that word, sis. That word is your weapon. Start praying in tongues and speaking life over yourself. Put your hand on your own head and just say, I'm delivered, I'm healed, I'm whole. Because God's got your back. I'm so excited for your life. I'm so excited for your purpose, your gifts. I'm so glad you're here. And I can't wait for you guys to join us again next week. If you need prayer, if you need to connect, you already know Instagram is where we at. Guess what? She's up.